Listen up. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to the podcast participants and not to any participant's employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. You know, for fun. So lighten up and enjoy. Oh, what a delay. (laughs) Between the disclaimer and the pre-show intro. (laughs) That was Stomping Jen. (laughs) Yay. All right, episode 51, the episode I said would not happen. But it's, it's happening. happening. I did not quit the podcast. Woohoo! Where's the button? <laughs> Can you make my headphones a tiny bit louder? Uh, yeah, you're using junk headphones tonight. Thanks, buddy. <clears throat> Is that better? That's better. Okay. Thank you. Preach. Preach. All right, episode 51, in which we talk about a whole bunch of stuff, including, well, just listen. All right. Soft Serve Podcast. Creamy, delicious ideas without the creepy truck. Okay. Okay. Here it is. Episode 51. It's like we turned a corner. Yeah, I guess so. I really was not going to do another podcast. I know. But here we are, doing it. You want to talk about why you changed your mind? Um, because I like attention and I like to hear myself talk. No matter how depressed or frustrated I get, that's always going to be the case, I think. Yeah. So here I am. You're just agreeing with that. You're like a glutton for punishment. What do you mean? <laughs> you just put yourself out there, say you're not going to do it anymore. Everybody knows you're lying. Uh, I wasn't lying. I was being sincere at the time. At the time. I was not lying. I was absolutely 100% being genuine. I could see through your facade. I was depressed last week. I'm sorry. So I didn't want to do any more. I'm sorry. And that fucking song by Sturgill Simpson, Make Art Not Friends, had me convinced that I didn't need any more friends and that I didn't need to be social at all. Wait, so in the week since we last podcasted, have you made new friends? No. I got rid of friends. <laughs> oh, you did? Yeah. I'm getting rid of friends. Hmm. So. All right. I still, I still don't feel like I need friends. That's still true. You just have me. But I need to podcast. Why do you need anybody else? I guess I don't. I guess at the end of the day. Unless, so, of course, I disappear into a black hole in space. Hmm. If I get sucked out of the universe by some unknown mystery. I guess it could like happen. aliens land on the planet. Oh, don't get me started on that. <laughs> no. <there>, uh, <laughs> I want to do no, I want to do a whole 
I may have to just do a separate like supplemental thing about this um, real quick. So, and I don't know why this isn't in the news. Um, oh God, I don't want to go into this. Uh, but basically, the U.S. military has admitted that we are being regularly and frequently visited by these aircraft that display uh, propulsion characteristics and propulsion techniques that are impossible and um, completely foreign to any known aircraft. Like they can just hover, they emit no signs of exhaust, and they can go from speeds of like zero miles an hour to 20,000 miles an hour and fly out into space like instantaneously. Like this is a fact. The U.S. military has admitted this. A woman wrote a book, a New York Times reporter, not like a kook, um, where she went around and interviewed military people all over the world. And this is like a well-known thing. The U.S. government has spent hundreds of millions of dollars studying it, and nobody knows what to do about it. Hmm. Um, but like, it is a it is a legit phenomenon, hmm. right? Um, and there was a guy on the Joe Rogan podcast, um, a Navy pilot, who was talking about his encounter with one of these things. And it's, it's amazing. It's absolutely fascinating. <clears throat> so, well, anyway, so um, it makes me really wonder. I'm back to thinking we're not alone in the universe and we're actually being visited by these craft. Let's talk about the crafts that were flying all over our area today. Oh. We live right by a Air Force Base. Yeah, in Connecticut. Yeah. Uh, what is it, Hanscom? No. Westover. Westover Air There was like field. a ton of planes flying around today. Yeah, Trump's up to some shit. Yeah. Get ready. Well, we totally just jumped into the show. We like skipped over all this stuff. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I was talking about aliens. Um, all right, blah, blah, blah. Subscribe, download. You can tell friends again. Yes. Go back to telling friends on episode and leaving 50, reviews. On episode 50, I asked you to specifically tell friends not to listen to the podcast. I'm changing my mind. Correcting course. Yeah, um, we're back. So I'm going to ask you to please go tell all of those friends that you told not to listen to the <laughs> podcast to now listen, please. Resume your yeah. listening resume. pleasure. Please resume. We need resuming to occur. So do that. Um, nobody has left us a review <laughs> in no. a long time, in months. No. no. So if you no. haven't left us a review. And you feel inclined to do so. You're not really a fan if you haven't left us a review. Yeah. That's a challenge to all you people out uh, there. Um, it was a but I know bird. people do listen to us. Mm -hmm. It's true. Should I tell this story? I was at the gym today. Right. And I, I apologized to this person in advance, but you were creeping me out a little bit. <laughs> so I'm on the treadmill running. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I notice there is a um, person I'm assuming is a woman, a few treadmills down to me. She keeps looking over at me. I'm like, why the fuck is this woman looking at me? Mm -hmm. Right. What did I do? Like, what is, mm -hmm. what's our problem with me? I almost said something. 
I almost turned to her and said, like, what's your fucking problem? And she got done with her workout and I had finished running and I'd started, I was doing my walking and she stops in front of my treadmill and holds up her phone and on it is a picture of you and me stomping Jen and Sawtooth Frank. I think that's because we're friends on Facebook. I don't, I don't know. And she goes, is your name so-and-so? She used my real name, my government name, <coughs> right? I said, your yeah. Your real name? Yeah. She goes, oh, well. She goes, I actually know you as Sawtooth Frank. And then she right? sauntered away. And we had a nice conversation after that. It was fine. But um, it was weird. So I don't know if that means she, I don't know if that means she listens to the podcast. I don't know what that meant. She must. Well, if she knows me as Sawtooth Frank, she has to, right? Yeah. Anyways. That's like that time at the party when somebody came up to you and said. What should I call her? She needs a name. uh, I'm going to call her. um, uh, (coughs) That wasn't what you should call her. The treadmill. That's a terrible name. That's her name, the treadmill. The treadmill? Yeah, it's her name, treadmill. Ugh, all right. All right, treadmill. So if you are listening, it's thank a shout you. shout out yep. to the treadmill. Thanks for listening, treadmill. I appreciate right. it. <clears throat> so, um, so why did I say that? Oh, yeah. So people are listening. We know yeah. people are listening. Yeah. True so, story. All right. We have a show beverage tonight. Mm-hmm. It is grade A, 400 gold medal winning, pure grade wino juice, mm-hmm. Sutter Home Pinot Grigio. Mm-hmm. This is stuff that winos drink. You think so? I do think so. Winos love this kind of stuff. You can't fit the bottle in a paper no. bag. Though. I feel like my microphone is buzzing. Yeah. Test one, two. Does it sound buzzy? I don't hear buzzing, but I have shitty headphones, so no, your I can't good ones, tell what's going on. Good ones will be charged in a few minutes. <clears throat> I don't know what this problem is that I've been hearing with the buzzing. So Maybe anyways. it's your headphones. Um, Maybe you should swap headphones. Did my voice sound okay on episode 50? Yeah. You didn't listen to it. I totally You're lying. To okay, so let's move on. Um, so we're drinking Sutter Home Pinot Grigio. Grade A wino juice. Is it? This isn't real wine. <laughs> I listened on a podcast once about how they make this shit. It's pretty scary. What do you mean? How they make cheap wine. What do they do? <clears throat> so they basically, these giant wineries, they just buy up uh, millions of acres, plant, yeah. plant like garbage grapes on them, right? And then they go down the line, like miles and miles worth of fields with these giant harvesting machines. And they just scoop up everything in the vines. They comb out everything in the vines. So insects, Mm. mice, snakes, like all get swept up in the harvesting machines and they get dumped into the... Combine. Into the combine and get all ground up. <laughs> yeah. So enjoy your fucking mouse snake bug wine. 
Anyway, so oh. they don't hand they they don't hand harvest the grapes. What? My ear just went out. No. Oh. All right, so that's what we're drinking tonight. So it's probably not a good idea because I have not been drinking much. No, that's the best time. Garbage wine. So we'll see as we get into this, as the wine starts hitting me, um, <clears throat> how this goes. Okay. All right, we ready to go into news and shout-outs? Yeah, you already No, we didn't. Okay, here we bit. go. Whoops. I'm off my game already. Drink more wine. All right, we already covered this. Episode 50 was not the last podcast. Right. I talked about why, right? Mm -hmm. I talked about why. So we'll scratch that off. Let's see. Other things we've been up to. So we're recording this on a Tuesday night. I just realized I have to publish this tonight. if It's going to come out tomorrow morning. Oh, shit. It means I have to go over to my computer and do like 20 minutes of work. I don't do any more post-production on these. Okay. I just upload them. What You get what you get and you don't get upset. That's right. That's how this works now. So, um, what was I going to say? So we're recording this on a Tuesday. Yeah. And this past weekend, we put up Halloween decorations. Yes. Now... Leftover from last year, mm-hmm. last Halloween, all year round, mm-hmm. we've had a plastic skeleton in our front yard. Mm-hmm. His name is Bob. His name is Bob, named by the children. This year, the children modified Bob. We had some extra plastic skeleton arms hanging around. And so they zip-tied new arms onto Bob. Mm-hmm. So he has four arms now. Yeah. It looks pretty creepy, actually. Yeah. They did a good job with that. Yeah, but they, we had a whole discussion that they wanted to have a friend for Bob. Yes, yeah, so <clears throat> over the weekend, I took Space Unicorn and Ted to the Halloween store. No, I took them to Target. <laughs> A.K.A. We, the Halloween yeah, store. Yeah, we bought a new skeleton f- to stand next to Bob. Mm-hmm. What's its name? Maddie. Now, we had a conversation about... Not assuming the re- gender. Well, the relationship... Yes, that. But the relationship um, between Maddie and Bob. And I think the consensus was that they are life partners. Okay. And because we can't determine the gender, we don't know if Bob is a male or Maddie's a male, or Bob's a female, or Maddie's a female, they're just, they're or just skeletons, or if they're out. gender queer, we don't know. Right, they're just skeletons hanging out. Right, we have no idea. They're skeletons. They're hanging out, and we'll see if they last a whole year. <laughs> but the children, the children did go so far as to say they are life partners. Mm-hmm. So Bob now has a life partner to stand with him in front of the yard. Just gendered him. You just gendered oh. the skeleton. Well, okay. For the purposes of the conversation, I'm going to assume Bob's gender. Why? Why shouldn't I? I don't, you don't think I should? Yeah. They. Okay. I can use they. Yeah. They. 
All right, they. They. Okay, Bob and is a they. And Bob him. And them, <laughs> they. they. It's this fucking wine, I told you. Just keep drinking it. Drink your juice. No, I don't want to drink my juice. I have to work tomorrow. So, yeah. <clears throat> okay. All right, and I put up other Halloween decorations. I put up the lights. Mm-hmm. I have a bunch of other, like, bones and skulls that I hang from hooks and zip tie to posts yep i think it looks pretty good yeah i think we have a pretty solid setup yeah <clears throat> considering we get like four trick-or-treaters yeah it's okay yeah i just like to do it i don't know yeah. why it's fun because they have fun with the kids yeah well i didn't grow up in a house where we decorated really yeah for halloween on the outside you did for christmas yeah well because every my mother had a lady boner for christmas right so well we didn't celebrate i mean we didn't decorate for any holiday so no not even rosh hashanah <laughs> you don't decorate for rosh hashanah what about passover nope hmm. no decorations okay well so the halloween decorations are up yep and i almost didn't do them because i was feeling i was still feeling depressed at the end of last week but I said, you know what? It was a beautiful day. I wanted to get outside. Right. I yep. wanted to put those decorations up. Yep. So I did it. Yep. I did it. So they're up. Halloween decorations done. Now I do have them on a timer. You do? Yeah, the lights are on a timer. Cool. <clears throat> so they come on at sundown. They stay on for eight hours. How do they know when it's sundown? It's a photoreactive It is timer. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. That's awesome. It's the same way I run the pool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Was there just a noise? No. A cat? Are you hearing things? Did you fart? No. Do you hear that? Hear what? I'm hearing static in my headphones. There's something I'm getting noise. There's interference from something. I don't know what it it's is. It's those fucking airplanes all over the place. I'm telling you. All day. I'm not sure what it is. It is these headphones, I think. It's driving me fucking bananas. Sorry, people. Okay. <coughs> All right, All let's right. move on. <clears throat> I'll muddle through. Tell us about the project you're working on. What project? It's next on the list. Oh, uh, thank you. <laughs> I'm working on a new poem. Poem? Yeah. So. How do you say <coughs> poetry? A poem. Oh. <laughs> Poem. You don't say poem? No. Nobody oh. says poem. That's how you're supposed to say it. Poem. No, wrong. I am working on a new poem. And it was started, the inspiration. Oh, what is that noise? You do have the window open and there are cars driving by. Could that be it? I don't know. I wonder if these microphones are sensitive enough to pick up the wind. Okay. Tell us about your Sorry, it's driving me nuts. Um, I might have to quit. Uh, So this poem. Too legit to quit. I started it last week. Too legit. As a response to dealing with my depressiveness. Hmm. So when it's ready, I will. I, I, I may not read it here. I actually may. I may record it separately. <clears throat> and do some post-production on it because I'm seeing it as a whole audio 
story in a way. Okay. So. Sounds it, interesting. It's coming. I don't know what that noise is. It's driving me crazy. All right. What did you write community project? What is that? Oh, so this is this thing I'm never going to get to do. Um, so we live in a town called Belchertown, Massachusetts. It's a little town in western Massachusetts. And <clears throat> there's a local cultural council that's part of a state network of cultural councils. And they do grants every year for community projects. <clears throat> and I started a grant to do... Application. I started an application for a grant to do a... Um, series of podcasts focused on artists and interesting people in the community. But I have found the application process so um, difficult. Don't give up. That I think I'm going to give up. Don't give up. I got to the budget section of it. That's the... And I decided that... Like, I want money to do the project... But it asks you, like, for all of this budget stuff, and I have no idea what to put. Oh, my goodness. I'm not a numbers guy. <clears throat> I just want to, like, submit my idea for the project and have somebody throw money at me if they approve <sighs> it. No, you have to ask for a specific amount of money. I don't know what that m- amount is. All right, I'm going to put you in touch with somebody else. I don't want to be in touch. I'm too busy to be in touch with anybody. Okay. I just need to know what to put. <laughs> I can't tell you. What to put. So hence my giving up. Ugh, that's ridiculous. Because nobody can assist me on what to put. All right. It's fine. On. The community project is dead. I so don't know that it's dead. I had this idea of people listening to it, contact, sawtooth. I had this idea. I had this idea of interviewing interesting people and yep. putting them on this podcast. Yep. You should do it. Nope, it's dead. Oh my god. We'll see. I still have a few days. He's yeah, you do. All right. Um, this next item is yours. Oh, yes. I put this on here. I'll be right back. You keep talking. Wait, where are you going? Uh, just keep talking. I can't talk to yes, nobody. Yes, you can. Just talk. Um, so I buy annual passes to Six Flags every year for all of us. Um, and I was informed that I needed to go to the park this past weekend to upgrade our passes. Otherwise we wouldn't get parking for next year. And so I had to go, I know, first world problems. By the park, I got an email. Why do they care? Um, because if you don't activate the passes, you don't get free parking. Okay. So, I don't know. They, want, they just want you to go to the park. And it was so stupid because like I got bring a friend free the weekend prior and then i just got an email after we went and i wanted to see if anybody could come but i didn't have any free passes but of course next weekend i have free passes they sent me an email today anyways we went and it's during their annual fright fest which is fright always fest. fun fright fest is when they deck out the park with halloween decorations and they try to make it spooky Spooky and kooky. Spooky and kooky. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of fun. It's funner if you go at night. We were there in the middle of the afternoon. So, but they had black cherry ices as like a special that were black. 
It's, I noticed in the pictures that you posted that your mouths were black. Is that yeah. intentional? Is that an intentional effect of the ices? Um, I think it's a byproduct of drinking sugary dyed. <laughs> a byproduct. Ices. So anyways. Okay. Um, yeah. So we were there. The kids went on a couple of rides. We ate some food because we have dining passes. And so we got our money's worth. And uh, we left. It was fun. Did you go on any rides? The kids did. They went on like two or three. What rides? They went on Goliath and Flashback. What's Goliath? Um, it's like a giant roller coaster that goes upside down. Okay. Um, what else? I think those are the only two rides they went on. Hmm. And then we left. Why'd you leave? Because uh, it was going to start to drizzle. It was getting late. Did they have Halloween stuff at the park? Yeah. The kids weren't really that interested. This because <laughs> we go so often or we've gone on everything. It's like it's not a big deal to go. It's like, eh, go on this ride, go on. Right. That you have ride. season passes. Right. It's not special anymore. Right. So it's more fun when you get to take people. That's why I like that. I like getting the free passes and then taking people with us that um, oh, like friends? Yeah, and then the kids can have fun with their friends. So, but it's so stupid. So, unbeknownst to us, friends of ours were in the park at the same day. We just didn't know they were there, hmm. and it would have been more enjoyable. But it Keep was talking. fine. We had fun with the kids. We yeah, got some I, cattle I wasn't, corn. I wasn't there. Yeah. Where was I? Uh, doing cleaning the house. <laughs> yeah. Because it was a giant mess. Yeah, I hadn't vacuumed the house. Um, in months, I think. In well over a month. It was really gross. I removed about three canisters of... Oh, my fucking... So, this Apple Watch I have has a magnetic wristband. I'm trying sticking to, to your thing. I'm trying Why don't you take your watch off? Because I like having it. While you're job. doing it, and then you okay. won't have this problem. I want to put this pop filter on my microphone. That's what I've been doing, people. Sorry. So I can... Uh, my P's should sound better. Your P's? Yeah, I have trouble enunciating. P's. P. 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 Anyway, so P's. My P's. Okay, so... The other thing I wanted to add to this list that wasn't on here... Add it. ...was I was given a code... To try Stop and Shops, which is our local grocery store's oh, shit. online ordering and pickup. How did that go? It was it was <clears> really <throat> it was really smooth. So I picked all the items out that I would have gotten in the store yeah. online in the comfort of my own home, and then I chose the pickup time. Okay. And then I went to the store. And there's like a sign. You have to park in a specific location. And Does you, a pimply teen bring your groceries out? Basically, you call them you go, and you're ma'am. like, I'm in Here parking space number four. And they come out and it's all packaged up and they just Thank put it in your you. car and you go home. Thank you, Mrs. T- for shopping with Stop and Shop. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, wine. All right. <laughs> 2740. Now you have to do post production. Thank you, Mrs. Stomping Jen, for stopping and stop and shop. 
Okay. All right. You so. just added five minutes onto my evening. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't do a thing. You did it. Um, okay. So. Uh, so that happened. Stop and shop. Stop and shop. How did Online we get on ordering. that? Uh, I added it. Oh. Yeah. Um, and why were you doing that? What? There's something happening today, a yeah. holiday. So tonight is uh, the start of Yom Kippur, which is the end cap to Rosh Hashanah. It's the holiest day of the Jewish New Year. Right. I mean, of the Jewish year. Right. Um, Rosh Hashanah being the Jewish New Year. And then you have the 10 days between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur to atone for all of your sins. How many sins did you atone for? Um, a thousand and three. Did you commit any new sins? Possibly. Hmm. We'll see. We'll see if we can get through tonight. Anyways, it's supposed to be a fast day, um, which starts after dinner. So the wine might be in violation of that. Oh. Well, don't you have, aren't you supposed to have wine with dinner? No, you're not supposed to have wine with dinner. You're supposed to finish up your dinner before the holiday starts. Oh. Because it's a fast. We're already in violation. Day. Um, and so then what you do have... we? Have, so let me ask a question. <laughs> what do we have to lose here? Uh, what? We're in violation already. Yeah. What? What do we have to lose? I don't know. And the irony is that our list is all about food. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, anyways, um, tomorrow's Yom Kippur. Um, but I actually wanted to talk just like a few minutes about um, this article I read about about um, the othering of 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 people in general um go on this and, sounds interesting and so somebody had posted an article about it written by a woman who's a kidlit literature a author kidlit kidlit kid, kid literature literature okay a young, a young adult author um talking about her experience of being felt being othered being felt no how she felt growing up okay and just in general in life all right and how she's raising her children and you know how is she jewish yeah she's jewish okay and um what's her name i don't recall the name of the woman who wrote the article but i posted it so you can feel free to look at it okay i will um but just this idea that like you know like we live in an area where our kids don't get off for the Jewish holidays and there's not a lot of kids that, you know, it interferes with things. This place is all, this place is all deep with Christians. Let's be honest. I mean, most, most of, most of the world, right? So it's like 98% of the world is not Jewish. Right. Go on. In America, whatever. But, um, but it's interesting because then, you know, I felt like, just this week, I had a couple of experience of feeling othered. Yeah. Um, by the guy that came out to hand me my stop and shop delivery. Oh. Um, where he was little bastard going boasting about how he knew what the challah was <laughs> and he knew where to find it, and other people might not have known what the challah was, and um, <laughs> you're gonna play the Jew music now. Yeah. You can say that. I can't. New music. No, this is the best Jewish music. Go on. Uh, uh, and I had a, a semi-colleague person come up to me this week, and because uh, I had written. Do in you an think they email. listen to this? No, 
they had written an email. What if they do? Well, then I'm not saying who it is. What if they lie in bed at night and listen <laughs> to us? <laughs> I had written an email referring us, to the fact that I had been their beds with them. super busy okay, go because ahead. of the high holidays. Yep. And so uh, casually, this person asked me, oh, oh, uh, are you is your husband? And I said, no, you know, oh, I see. Because, you know, yeah, he's not Jewish. I'm Jewish. It's I like know, they couldn't, my last name it's like they couldn't spit the word Jewish out. Uh, and not Jewish sounding. And, um, oh, well, what, what holiday were you celebrating? And I had to explain how, uh, you know, Rosh Hashanah was last week. And tomorrow is going to be Yom Kippur. And... Yeah. It's just, you know, it's just, it's not in the consciousness the way that the Christian holidays are. Yeah. Very prevalent in society. And, you know, I have to like make sure that my children tell Let me say something. teachers yeah. that, Let me say that something. it's an excused absence can for I, them for school. Can I, can I add something here? Yeah. If I hear one more Christian... Tell me about the fucking war on Christmas and how (laughs) they feel disenfranchised because people want to say happy holidays and they feel like they can't see Merry Christmas. Not everybody is celebrating Christmas. I want to say something as an atheist myself and somebody who is married to somebody who is not a Christian, but is of a different religion. I will tell you right now. Christians are not under attack in this country. Christmas is not under attack in this country. You get fucking Christmas get from like the a whole week God off no for Christmas no for fuck's sake. The minute fucking Halloween ends, okay? It's all Christmas. Twelve oh one a.m. Fucking month. November first. No, not November. 1st. Yes, oh, yes, yes. Halloween. Yes, I got <clears> it. Yes, I'm with you. Until. The third December. week of January. Yeah, it's pretty much Christmas. It's all that fucking music from the Nutcracker. I already heard Christmas music yeah. in the store. I just want to say, all of you Christians, you got plenty of fucking Christmas, okay? We're all drowning in your Christmas. We're all drowning in your fucking Christmas. It's not under attack. Uh, it's not going anywhere. And you can have a little goddamn fucking cultural awareness about other holidays. Yeah. It's interesting too. I saw another post by Thank you. Um, uh, somebody on my on my Facebook feed who was posting something about Hobby Lobby, um, not that somebody had approached their local Hobby Lobby in a predominantly Jewish area, actually very close to where I live. Okay, um, which was ironic because that person doesn't live in New Jersey, but um, how they inquired where the Hanukkah stuff was. <laughs> Hobby Lobby and was told what's Chonica <laughs> was told what? that the CEO of Hobby Lobby and that they hold Christian values and they do not carry any Jewish what it's almost like you store. what it's almost like you think Jesus Christ was a Jew you're being a little um, judgmental by assuming that the owner yes, of Hobby Lobby has yes. a southern accent right now. Yes, CEO of Hobby Lobby. 
Jesus Christ was a Jew. How dare you? Yeah, not only are they anti-Semitic seeming... You're gonna have to get your Elmer's glue and your little wooden sticks and your fake plants somewhere else. Donate against... uh, LGBT causes. And Planned Parenthood, abortion, and stuff like that. So Hobby Lobby, go fuck yourself. Yeah, so, so that's... That's that's been predominantly on my mind. I think a little bit with the high holidays. Um, Hashtag fuck Hobby Lobby. Right. So. Um, Hashtag fuck Christmas. No. 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 I mean. Okay. Listen, everybody's entitled to do what they want. Hey, listen. This is and just I- this is just your old pal Sawtooth <laughs> speaking. Hashtag fuck Christmas. So. Sorry. I just love that every year Space Unicorn's like, how come we don't celebrate Christmas? And we're like, well. Let me just tell people, okay, in case you have a problem with my position on Christmas, I've got Christmas street cred. (laughs) I grew up celebrating secular Christmas. I grew up drowning in the fucking Christmas. selfish materialism and false expectations of Christmas. Okay? I know what that is all about. I have an informed opinion and firsthand experience. So, I don't want to hear it. Hashtag fuck Christmas. <laughs> okay. That's going to be the title of this podcast. <laughs> all right. All right. I don't think, um, I think we've probably committed some new sins by not being, um, compassionate and understanding, or at least me, you've been fine. You've been fine. I haven't been, I've been unfair. All right. So to my Christian brothers and sisters and non-gendered friends, let me tell you, say, let me say something. Yeah. I'm sorry. I apologize for saying hashtag fuck Christmas. I'm still sticking by hashtag fuck Hobby Lobby. Well, like, here's another interesting, like, now that I'm, you know, I'm thinking more deeply Mm -hmm. about it. Go ahead. Think deeply, please. I had somebody also say to me. What did they say? You know, and it's, it's not ignorant. And I, you know, it's like, you shouldn't, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I don't know anything about Muslim, like Islam. Islam. Mm-hmm. Right, so I fully understand this, you know. Can but I, I had, put on the thinking deeply music? I have some. Okay, um, go ahead. You know, it's weird because Judaism is so. There's not a lot of Jewish people out there, but right, people seem to know more about Judaism than say like Islam. Islam right. Right. So like, I had somebody say to me, "Oh, I don't know what. What do you say on Yom Kippur? Like, you don't say like." have a happy because you don't No, but she was like i don't know like what do you say why don't you tell people what you say so you can say like so it's a fast holiday which means if you don't understand what fasting means you know what fasting means people understand that right the concept of not Not eating eating. yeah (laughs) you're right so you can say have an easy fast right or you know like may you be inscribed in the book of life or may you have like a good year you could still say happy new year because it's still part of the general um, the, the new year holiday listen people say half a happy fucking new year like three weeks after january 1st right. you so, can say it within the right. week after the jewish new year right 
And remember, bitches, it's 5780. Right. Right. Go on. I don't know. And, you know, it's, I mean, the other thing is like, you know, about the othering, just going back to that topic. Yeah. Just for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've uncovered in my travels and befriending people out in Western Massachusetts, a lot of other hidden people. Jews. Hidden Jews. Like people yeah. who have interfaith married um, and don't, don't outwardly say that they're Jewish. That was an idea I had for a podcast, by the way. But it, I mean, it's like true. You know, it's, it's true. I Jews. know at least three or four people who fit that criteria. And I, it's yeah. no judgment against them. They're Jews on the DL. They're Jews on the DL. Like they're, they were raised in, in, in the faith and they don't outwardly identify. No, in all fairness, that might be by choice. No, I understand. I'm just saying. In the same way that I reject right. the principles of Christianity and Christian culture right. when I was raised in it. Right. I just don't know how much of that is assimilation. I'm not a hidden Christian. Right. You know, it's like I do declare that I am not strongly of faith. I do declare I am not strongly of faith. <laughs> but I identify. As but I identify. Go on. And that, my friends, is why we are raising our children Jewish. That's right. So I don't want them to feel other per se, but I want them to understand. Yes. And that others may perceive them as others. And he- here's one of the things. Um, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be dead serious for a minute. No joking around. Okay. Even though I'm playing the serious music. Um, <laughs> The serious mystical the jo- music. You should play the jokey music while you're being serious. One of the reasons I decided to raise our children Jewish, right? I've been around now and been close to the Jewish faith for 24 years. 23. 23, right? Well, you've been together for 23 years. Right. Whether or not you've been close with the Jewish religion um, elsewhere, I have a, no idea. In close enough proximity to observe it and what it offers people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what I have observed in my short 23 years in proximity to people who practice it is that um, at least your family and other people... Um, you know they they take the the moral guidelines that Judaism offers seriously. It's not window dressing, right? Mm-hmm. Like they try to be a good person. They try to be generous. Mm-hmm. Um, they're dedicated to their community. They participate in charity. I'm just talking about your family and mm-hmm. the people I've seen. In those circles. Right. And the right. community with which we belong yeah. here in Western Vesta. It's not this phony fucking bullshit wrapped in materialism. Like, yeah. um, you know, at least the folks I've been close to believe it as part of their moral character. You know, so, and I know there are lots of problems with Judaism and all Judeo-Christian religions when it comes to misogyny, misogyny and is huge. blah, blah, blah. But. <clears throat> um, I don't mean to blah 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 that. Um, 
but what I'm I saying think it also depends on which synagogue right. you choose. The, the, to you, the community to. you belong to and oh, the, those circles are not misogynistic. It's ridiculous. Right. Thing, um, so that's why I blah, blah, blah that. I know yeah. it's a problem in other communities and it, I don't mean to um, blah, blah, blah it. But my point is um, that's the reason why I, I kind of decided it was a good choice because I saw that. at least in my mind compared to contemporary Christians that Judaism can actually provide a a moral and life structure that can benefit their lives right it's interesting you know like like my mom used to say like you know a lot of the life death rituals yeah. that are built into religion that's one in of the general thing- you know and the sense of community and belonging is, you know, gives some sort of structure. And that's one of the things I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Jews don't do that creepy open casket shit. <laughs> well, that's a whole nother story. That's frightening. Yeah. I've seen too many of those. Yeah. And the, like, uh, anyways, what? I mean, I don't want to go into that. I'm not. I want to be frozen. Um, my wounds are too fresh to yeah. Don't go into talking it. about any of that stuff. So yeah. All right. So will you agree to freeze me? <laughs> Please. God, I've made no progress on that book that we keep talking about that I'm oh. reading. I don't um, think I'm ever going to read it. Let's be honest. What's it called again? Ugh, fall. All I right. really do want to read it though. That's the problem. All right, so we got to move this along. Yeah, we're. Got we're already weeds. 45 minutes into this. We're like seriously in the weeds and we wanted to have a long discussion. All right, so we're going to talk, uh, next we're going to talk about um, list number 34 from the 52 lists for happiness. Jeez, list 34. And that... This should go fast. ...is, I believe, sorry, I got to change my um, sound pads up here. Hold on. Yeah, okay, you got to get rid of the somber music. Oh, I have to stop it first yeah, before seriously. I can move on. Um, which is, what is it? Something about foods. Would you read it while I fuck around with this for yep. a second? Yeah, it's about the foods that taste great and make you feel great about yourself when you eat them. All right, so that's the list. You yep. ready for the list music? Oh my gosh, the list music. It's good stuff, right? All right. You've heard enough of this, right? Yeah. So this is the foods that taste great and make you feel good about yourself. You're going to go first? Yeah, but before we read this, I need to say something. What was that noise? I don't know. Will you go investigate? No. All right. Before we read this, I need to say something. I don't have the best relationship with food. Right? I do. Um, well, <clears throat> this is something I, I think I've talked I about. seafood and I eat it. You're on the seafood diet. <laughs> no, I, um, I think I've mentioned this. <laughs> I think I've mentioned, I think I've mentioned this before. I struggle with um, body dysmorphia, right? Yeah. I struggle with viewing weight as a measure of my worth and character for real <clears throat> yeah you know that i sure hope you're talking to your therapist about this um 
let's move along. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, oh boy. So I don't have the best relationship with food. So by way of first? by way of, I just want to. I know. I just want to prep people by saying. Um, oh, you still have like twenty things on your list. Yeah, these are foods that taste great to me, but I feel great shame after I eat them versus feeling good. Is there nothing that you eat that makes you feel good? All right, read your list. Mm, no, not really. Okay. Nothing that I don't filter through that context of body dysmorphia and weight. Ugh, so sad. Okay. Yeah. Like, so we ate a bunch, we ate, um, okay. Go. All right, um, movie theater popcorn. Mm, I love that. Salty goodness. God, it tastes so good. Mm. It's one of my favorite things. It's at the top of my list. Um, Peanut butter. Good barbecue. Mm. Pumpkin beer. Mm-hmm. Pumpkin ice cream. Ice coffee. Mm-hmm. Ice coffee is one of the few things on my list, I will say, that tastes good to me mm-hmm. and makes me feel great. And it has no calories. <laughs> you said it, I didn't. Um, I'm just going to mention that. Breakfast sandwiches. I love a breakfast sandwich. Like what kind? <clears throat> um, it could be like from Dunkin' Donuts. It could be a breakfast sandwich like, I make here. Like literally. bread, eggs, and cheese. Okay. Go. Yeah. I mean, it, it is... Quintessential. Got it. Like a orgasm in my mouth. <laughs> I love breakfast sandwiches. Okay. Uh, whiskey. Salads. Fried clams. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> veggie straws. Subway veggie delight Ugh. sandwiches. You hate Subway. I hate the smell of Subway. I love Subway. I know like you don't you like it. In there and no, like, I like oh. it. You don't like it. I like it. That's all right. Um, mushrooms. Like what kind? Any kind of mushroom. I like a mushroom. It tastes good to me. <laughs> like cooked or raw? Both. Right. They taste good to me. All right. Uh, tea. What kind of tea? Any tea. There's like so many kinds of mostly, tea. Mostly black teas. <clears throat> Stronger, earthier, blacker teas. Okay. I like honey. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wrote maple syrup here, <laughs> but I actually meant maple syrup. Uh-huh. Uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Uh, wine. Mm-hmm. Edible cannabis products. Mm-hmm. Seltzer. I like seltzer. I don't feel any guilt about it, but that's not really food by that's definition. not food. <coughs> Sorry. You're yourself an allergy attack. Because it doesn't, yeah, I just realized that, because it doesn't contain calories. Uh, pho. Mm-hmm. Pho. Uh, pasole. Mm-hmm. Um, chips, salsa, and guacamole. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Those are the only foods that taste great to me. Okay. I think that's pretty much what I live on. (laughs) (laughs) I have just mentioned everything I eat. Pretty much. You forgot something. What did I forget? Sushi. Oh, I did forget sushi. I have that on my list, so I will start my list. I have sushi because there's nothing better than sushi with like a kick of wasabi. Or as your father says, sushi. Sushi. (laughs) 
Go on. All right. So the top of my list, sushi was not the top of my list. Chocolate chip cookies. Chocolate chip cookies. Mm -hmm. Go on. And I have coffee. Hot or cold? Uh, I just have coffee. I mean, my favorite right now is like a nitro brew. You have to choose. You have to have an opinion. I mean, I like iced coffee in the warmer weather, and I like hot coffee in the colder weather. Okay. So... <clears throat> For a special treat, though, I like dirty chai. Oh, what? Uh, explain to people what a dirty chai is. It is a chai latte with a shot of espresso. Okay. All right. So then I have bread. <clears throat> Wine bread. is not good for burping. Hey, right, stop burping. It sucks. All right. Go so on. bread. Oh, bread Hearty, is great. Hearty, wholesome bread, toast with jam, like all sorts of bread. We just ate the shit out of a challah. Yeah, challah is delicious. I very much enjoy a cold yogurty smoothie. Too acidic. Not if you Go do on. it right. Nothing like a cold yogurt smoothie do you with a... Put bananas in it? Sometimes, but... Um, if you eat a cold smoothie, if you drink a cold smoothie with an English muffin toasted with peanut butter on it, no, and it's I, like all melty no. and it gets into the cracks Disgusting. of the English muffin. It's so Warm good. peanut butter is the worst. No, I disagree wholeheartedly. No, it is gross. <clears throat> nope. It is literally like eating shit. Nope. It's gross. Um, I have a nutty grain bowl. I don't even know what that is. It doesn't matter. Well, um, tell me what a nutty grain bowl is. It's a grain bowl that has like those nutty grains. I don't know what a nutty grain is. Like a farro or a quinoa or couscous. All right, moving on. Um, I like making sweet potato kale with a runny egg over it. That's good stuff. Yeah, that's good. In the summer, my favorite meal to make is a lazy eggplant parmesan with goat cheese. Describe what that is, please. So you roast eggplant with tomato and garlic and some basil and some olive oil, salt and pepper. Literally, that's it. At it's like, my favorite thing. You like blast it at like 400 degrees yeah. for like oh, an hour. And it gets it like, caramelized. It like totally melts and then you eat it with goat cheese yeah, or some kind of so soft good. creamy cheese. And it's, oh, yeah. it's so good. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. See? Yeah, I'm just thinking about it right now. Uh-huh. Um, I like, and you need those garden tomatoes. Yeah, you need the tomatoes. You need like all the fresh CSI stuff. Red garden tomatoes. Right. Oh, right. Go on. Uh, peanut M&M's. Hi, my name is. Hi. <laughs> I don't know why. Peanut M&M. Go ahead. Sour neon gummy worms. They make me super happy, but too much sugar makes yeah, you feel Yeah, too sick. sour. I don't like those. Uh, coffee malted milkshakes. <clears throat> One of my favorites. Go ahead. Tequila. Tequila. <laughs> burgers. I love burgers. And nachos, which I when we talked about nachos. Yeah, I love nachos too. I will eat that was a good list. Any kind of nachos. 
Okay. Was that it for the lists? That was my list. What does a stupid action item on there say? Uh, it says, get a treat and say to yourself out loud, it's treat time. <laughs> that is the lamest <laughs> fucking thing I've ever. Let's try it with wine. Hold on. Ready? Go ahead. It's treat time. Stomping Jen just drank her wine. All right. <laughs> Next week. List 35, list the elements of your life where you feel challenged in a positive way. How the fuck do you feel challenged in a positive way? Every challenge? No, every challenge to me seems like a terror. (laughs) Okay. No, seriously. Cross that off the list. Do you have challenges that don't terrify you? Yeah. I don't know. I like... Like for me, my favorite kinds of things like puzzles, like a puzzle's not a challenge. It is. No, it's a game. All right, bye. That's it for the list, folks. Okay. Yeah. Now. Okay. That was it. All right. Now we have to roll into our next section. Oh, you have another podcast. bumper. All right. All right, people. How are we entertaining Bridge ourselves? Your loins. You ready? Here we go. This is the new one. You... Recorded in front of a lot. Oh, oh, this is good. This is a thing that's like 20 minutes long. We'll fade it out early this time. What the fuck is that? Doesn't matter. Language is That's the film reel. against the lesser man within. It's a poem. For he's a coward. He's a coward. He's a coward. It could be. Okay. We good? How are we entertaining ourselves? Yeah. Let's move on. Okay. Okay. All right. So let's start off with the first thing on the list, which is we the Walking Dead. The Walking Dead season ten. It's like it's like. It, like the show is literally like The Walking Dead. The show is The Walking Dead, but we've been with it. We were fans of... From the beginning. From the very beginning. We've yeah. been with it. We're going to stick with it till we, like, it goes off the almost air. almost bailed season nine. We've almost bailed a couple times, let's be real. Yeah, but we're sticking with it, right? Uh, we're sticking with it, even though that season 10 premiere was... It was terrible. It was Let's terrible. Face it. Let's face it. It was terrible. It was awful. But and we made fun of it the whole time. We should have been podcast live podcasting us <laughs> watching The Walking Dead. We could try that sometime. We have yeah. a TV right here. Yeah. So it's something we could do. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, mm-hmm. there's not much to say about it except it's just no. it's just. Let's move on. It's pul- Although we it, did just get the fourth compendium. So the compendium, yeah, the compendium collects all of the comics. There are four in the entire series. They're like five hundred pages four each. Four compendiums. Four compendiums. And a compendium is comprised of, I think, like a hundred comics. Yeah. So we have the first three, and the fourth literally just arrived today on our doorstep. Yep, I intend to read it this coming weekend in front of a fire. Except I'll probably. Oh, we're going to bring it? Yeah, we're bringing the compendium. All right, cool. That's good fireplace reading. You can bring my fall book. (laughs) I won't read any of it. 
Let's see. I've got, I've got, you can read it first. I got plenty of books. Right. Okay. So mm-hmm. Walking Dead. Walking Dead. We're still watching Discovery. Yeah. We just finished episode eight. eight. I'm really liking it. It's really good. Like, I really like how they are kind of leaning into some, I said this in the last podcast, I think some really hard sci-fi concepts. Yeah. And I just, um, the woman who plays Michael Burnham. Sasha, who was on The Walking yeah, Dead. Yeah, she made the right I mean, move. What's her real name? Sasha was know. her name on The Walking I don't know. Dead. But she made the right move leaving The Walking Dead and going to Discovery. Yeah. And her so, hair is always spot on. I'm loving, I'm loving Discovery. And she's got a nice sachet. <laughs> she's always sacheting. Yes. We were also, you didn't put this on the list, but uh, Survivor started last week and we're watching oh, oh, two weeks ago. Yeah, and they brought back my favorite Boston Rob. Survivor player ever. Boston Rob. Right. We'll talk about that more as the season gets a little bit more interesting. Yeah. Boston Rob Mariano. And Sandra, whatever her name was. Who last cares name about is. her? <laughs> she only won twice, but Boston Rob is the shizite. Well, I mean, she is arguably the best player ever. She won twice. Mm. So she has right. that going for her. All right. All right. So Survivor. Right. Um, Wu-Tang Clan. They're still not the Wu-Tang yet. They're sort of getting there. Yeah. Almost. I think in Almost. the next episode. They better get there. I'm yeah. starting to lose interest, actually, because this last well, episode was a little No, bit you're not. Pi- you're not. Okay. Sorry. I don't want to assume this. So what I think you may not be picking up on is this last episode really showed that the reason they have not come together quite yet is they had all of these forces around them keeping them apart. Yeah. Right? I mean, I did get that. Okay. And then... Their personal lives are, like, breaking down. Uh, The RZA's mother and family left. And the last shot, I think the last shot of that episode is an all kind of the core of the group standing there on the street corner together. No, that was the episode before. No, this was the episode This we one just ended watched. with his like solo album coming out and they were in the record store. Oh, you're right. It did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, I totally forgot that. Thank yeah, you. And yeah. And it was a little cheesy. His like album was cheesy. It wasn't. Well, everybody has to start with Something. like a garbage project. Right. Like the soft serve podcast. <laughs> be my garbage podcast oh stop it listen you got to cut your teeth on something right all right we're also watching euphoria on hbo which is phenomenal oh god i can't handle that show we're really enjoying it is so good yeah um i said this before like i really like how they showcase a trans actress she's really trans yes i mean she plays a trans character but she, she is, is trans. trans, but it's not like, hey, I'm trans. It's look not at me. about her being trans. Right. It's about Thank her you. actual other issues that she has. In yes. Life. Yeah. Um, and she's actually my favorite character in the show, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she's the most complex. Yeah. And the music is it's amazing. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, Let's move on to the meat that we said we were going to talk about <sighs> the, the Joker meat and movie. Potatoes. Joker. Joker, Joker, Joker. I don't know after all of this wine. Um, that you're able to have a serious discussion. No, well, I think I can, but I probably will sound like an idiot still. Um, we saw the movie. We saw the movie. What do you want to say about it? Why don't you start? 
Just in general, what was your reaction to the movie? I thought it was beautiful. That's a good description. Yeah. Um, what did you find beautiful about it? Why do you use that word? It was shot beautifully. Mm-hmm. It really kind of... I don't know. I'm, I've am i always kind of been drawn to sort of outsider art, if you will, in yeah. my musical choices. So like, you see this as a piece of outsider art, possibly? Not outside. I mean... When I say outsider, I don't mean like crazy. I just mean like, you know, I tend to prefer grittier kind of dark material. Is that why you're married to me? Probably. (laughs) I'm grittier and darker (laughs) material. Okay. I don't think of you as that though. No. Interesting. It's like a very light human being actually, which is weird. Um, Okay, go ahead. But, um, it was masterful. Like it was just really a well done film. Yeah. I, I don't agree. say movie. I mean, I, it's a film. Yeah. I mean, it's both. It's a movie and a film. Right. I think it was shot beautifully. Yeah. The, the performance by Joaquin Fe- was Phoenix intense. was amazing. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, it was transfixing. Like that, there's this one Even scene. Even the way he like smokes. Yeah. Because he's constantly got a cigarette in his mouth. Yeah, there's this one scene at the very beginning. And they do a couple scenes where they focus on his body. Mm-hmm. And the way the bones contort beneath his skin. Like there's like something trying to get out of him yeah. before he becomes the Joker. Yeah. I don't know if you picked up on that. Yeah. Um, that was just so amazingly well done. And in some ways, so I'm I'm trying to think about this, or I don't want to talk about the other things right now, but just in terms of the persona of the Joker emerging from the character, Arthur Fleck, mm-hmm. right? Those scenes where he's like hunched over and he's doing stuff and his bones are poking out of him and he's like tense and rageful. Like to me that can like that was all about like he's got this inner kind of bubbling discontent and rage just waiting to burst out. And that's kind of what we see at the end of the movie. I don't know why when you're talking about that. Yeah. All I can think about is the red dragon. Yes. Yes. The red dragon is the prequel to Silence of the Lambs where um, there is this serial killer called the Red Dragon who transforms his body. Yeah, kind of. Right? That's a really good... Um, I must have been doing a good job of describing that. Yeah. That was like the, the imagery that just yeah. came in. Anyways, that was, uh, that was one of the things that stuck out to me the m- most prominently about the movie. And then I just kept fixating on was his body mm-hmm. and like he's so wiry yeah um like so was, there was that so there's his performance like his physical his physical mm-hmm. performance was amazing the cinematography was beautiful mm-hmm. there was the um there was the dance scenes and the music i'll play a little of the music in yeah. a little bit just to so you can hear it um 
uh, from the woman who did the soundtrack. Um, but anyways, I've been thinking, and a lot of people have written original ideas about what the movie says about mental illness mm-hmm. um, and how we treat people with mental illnesses in this society. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts about that? Yeah, I mean, it's <clears throat> just like, you know, all the programming and the cutting of funding and the like rich versus the downtrodden and the, you know, they like set up the whole movie with this like idea that the city is about to break over yeah. a pivotal like point. Yeah. I think that's more to the other point I want to talk about society and culture, but yeah. I think, Sorry. no, it's okay. Um, but you raise a really good point about the, the cutting of funding in our very own town here in Belchertown, right? Um, and and I can only talk about Massachusetts. Um, I can think of three towns in Massachusetts where they had facilities that were built um, just to treat people with mental illnesses, right? Oh, you're talking about state school facilities? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm not... and. There were a lot of atrocities that occurred mm-hmm. by institutionalizing people in those facilities. Um, but what I want to say is, at least at one point, um, society recognized that mental illness, and again, acknowledging there were lots of problems with the system, mm-hmm. was something that required um, special treatment and a high level of care. And sometime in the late 80s, um, at least the state of Massachusetts recognized that those facilities were too expensive to run and maintain. Right. They just they shut, shut them down, down and let those people out on the streets. Right. Like effectively like unsupported compared to how they had been. Right. Right. And again, those institutions weren't perfect. A lot of horrible things happened in them. A lot of people were institutionalized who should not have been. I get it. Right. But when my, I think my larger point was at least there was a commitment from society right. to take care of people right. who were mentally ill. Right. And that all changed in the late 80s. Um, and I think the movie kind of shows that. Right, because it's set definitely in like 70s, yeah. 80s. Yeah. Like. <clears throat> so, you know, there's a point in the movie where Arthur is just cut off from care. Yeah. Um, and I think that's one more nail in the coffin that pushes him over towards becoming the Joker. Yeah. So, um, and then there's the, I think there's, and there's the larger points, um, that the movie is trying to make about society and culture. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and for me it was about, um, how callous and mean people have become. Mm -hmm. Now what's interesting, like you point out, it was set sometime in the seventies or eighties probably. Um, and so they weren't cell phones in it and social media culture, you know, but it felt like incredibly relevant to today to me. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, I shared this with you privately, like something happened to me the other day that really disturbed me before I saw this movie Mm -hmm. and it came flooding back to me as I saw the movie. And I'm thinking just how mean and fucking indifferent people have become Mm -hmm. to other people. Um, I was on a, I was driving here in our town of Belchertown. I stopped at a stop sign and it was, um, you know, there's, tra- it was, um, 
a one-way stop, right? So uh, like a 90-degree angle. So there's traffic to the left, traffic to the right of me, right? <clears throat> so I was making a left-hand turn. And like probably 200 yards down the road to my left, like safely out of range of me, was a car. And it was far enough away where I, I made the determination that it was like completely appropriate for me to turn. I had the kids in the car with me. Um, you know, I stopped, put on my blinker, turned, nowhere near this person, right? Finally, when they pass me, the guy just sticks up his middle finger and just mouths, fuck you at me. Like, why? Yeah. Like, why? That happened to me today. I know, I'm just saying, but I, like, I, yeah. I, and I hadn't even seen Joker yet. Yeah. And like, I was thinking to myself at the time, like, why did that person like feel so angry at me? Because I made a left-hand turn. Yeah. That they felt the need to... Um, I'm not like such a pussy that I actually feel assaulted by that. And more was just running over in my mind and trying to like figure out. Like why? Why couldn't they just be like... Normal? And this person was driving like a really nice car, like an Audi A8. It's like an $80,000 car. They're like probably a privileged person. You know, like... What is going on in that person's life? What kind of mindset are they in that they had to do that to me? I was leaving Stop and Shop. Yeah. After my <laughs> online ordering. Speaking of privilege, go on. Uh, so I was making a left and somebody in the way that the that left is in the first I know where you mean. parking lot. Yeah, yeah. There's like people can make a right in and then... So I was making a left out and the yeah. guy was making a right in. Right. And he was like way over and I I don't know, I was just making a left and he just like gave me the middle like he just totally yeah. was like he stopped short and then he gave me the middle finger and I'm right. like what the fuck? Like Right. You flew in here. Maybe I was wrong too cuz I flew out, yeah. but like okay. We didn't hit each other. Yeah. I mean, I didn't in my case there was no interpretation right. at all. Yeah. And I just was reflecting on myself like, how have we sunk so low that we're so mean and cruel to each other? Yeah. And I think that's what the joke is like talking the about. The impersonality. Well, right. When people are behind their cars, they feel like empowered because yeah. they're in a vehicle that's moving. Right. But I think it's deeper than that, too. I do think it's that we don't really see each other as people anymore. No. And I think the Joker movie doesn't talk about this, obviously, but I think social media has a lot to do with it. I'm quitting Facebook again. That's mm. it. <laughs> um, just joking. But anyways, I think, uh -huh. I think the Joker has something to say about how cruel society has become to people. Yeah. Like and there was that one. Oh, are we allowed to have spoilers? Uh, we'll get to spoilers and we'll have a spoiler section. So no spoilers. No. I don't even know if it's a spoiler. Like he was trying Okay, if you're revealing a a key plot it's point. It's not a key plot point. It's a spoiler. Point. Okay. Go like ahead. Like he was like trying to interact with a kid on the bus. That's fine. That's not a spoiler. And like that, that's in the trailer. And like the mother like yells at him to turn around. Yeah. The kid. Yeah. And it was like he was just trying to like engage. Yeah. With right. another person yeah. on a public transportation. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, make a connection. Yeah. And, and, you know, like people are nice to their neighbors. Mm -hmm. You know, you read about people paying it forward here and there in the fucking Dunkin' Donuts line. Fucking sick of the Dunkin' Donuts line. Right. But I'm just saying, like, generally, I think overall, you know, I think people have just become fucking cruel assholes. And I'm sorry if that's dark. But that's how I feel. And I think the movie does a good job of showing that. Yeah. You know, how we just don't give a fuck about each other as people anymore. Yeah. Um, you want to talk about so, the music? Yeah, so I'm just saying, I think the movie has imp very important things to say about those two issues. So, like, I have to highly recommend it. Mm -hmm. um, so, and then the music. Um, God. We've been getting banned from YouTube, by the oh, way. Oh, that was the other thing. Left and right. Did you read that Michael Moore review? Yeah, I did. So you should read Michael Moore's review. Yeah, read Michael Moore's review of about the Joker. Because he talks about some of this stuff, too, more elegantly than yeah. me. Eloquently. What did I say? Elegantly. I think you wanted to say. It could be both, too. I think you wanted to say eloquent. No, I meant to say elegant. I don't think so. Eloquently. All right. Um, but he, you know, he was talking about how like people are warning people not to bring their kids and that it's really violent. And his point in the review is like, it's too violent, like in a culture yeah. where like people are desensitized to mass shootings. And in, a, in, a, in a culture where we are making kindergartners go through active shooting drills, right. a movie is too violent. Right. That's, you know, a lot of. Yeah. His viewpoint, which he's got a good point. He has some um, good points. Yeah, and so I think one of the one. So one of the, um, I think, most amazing parts of the movie is the soundtrack. Yes, and I'm going to butcher this poor woman's name, and I'm sorry. But her, um, her, um, Joaquin her Phoenix, who plays yeah. the Joker, he used her music as inspiration for his transformation. To the yeah, Joker. and she. This woman is a cellist and composer, mm -hmm. and she also composed the music for the HBO series Chernobyl. Which is, we've talked about yes, before. Yes, which amazing. is amazing. But the music is also amazing. Right. So um, this music I'm playing so that we can kind of analyze and critique it for its emotional depth. You should play the... Um... Which one? Bathroom dance. Okay, bathroom dance. Okay, and the woman's name who composed the soundtrack. Her name is Hildur. Goodnatter. Uh, <laughs> she's Icelandic. She's Icelandic. So I I apologize. No wait, she's not Icelandic. No, she's either Swedish or Icelandic. I think she or lives in Iceland. Yeah. But she Hildur Goodnatter. Definitely Norse. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, this is a song called the this is a song called the bathroom dance from, from the, the Joker. Joker and I want you to listen I want us to listen to it to try to feel the um, emotional resonance. The emotional resonance, the sorrow, the transformation of a man um, breaking bad. Breaking bad. That was great. <laughs> Man, I'm glad you're my co-host. Oh, tonight you like me? I like you all the time. Okay. Can I go so far as to say I love you? Mm -hmm. Okay. Bathroom dance. Mm -hmm. 
It's so tortured sounding, but beautiful. And if you're listening to this on YouTube, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to end up cutting it all out. They don't let, they ban my videos on YouTube. Cause Wait, we when pu- are you videoing on YouTube? We publish to YouTube now. We do? Yeah. That's creepy. What do you put as a picture? It just, our logo. Listen to this. Now picture... Joaquin Phoenix, dressed as the Joker, dancing in front of a mirror, kind of becoming the Joker, internalizing all of that abuse and neglect from society. I'm getting chills. It's haunting, isn't it? Am I getting chills because the window's open or because of the music? because of the music. What do you think about this? What'd you do? It's something else, isn't it? I'm going to play another one called Call Me Joker. I think the cello might be my new favorite instrument. Are you going to take it up? No. It's a big instrument. Is this at the end? Mm-hmm. When is it? When do they play this song? I don't have any idea. I think this is after he becomes the Joker, right? Like he, f- he becomes fully realized. I think this is after he's beaten down and they lift him back up on the car. I think. I don't know. Do we play enough of this? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, this is Hildur. Um, Good not to devour. Yeah, go buy her albums and listen her to her solo albums. Her solo albums are great. Go listen to those. Buy her solo albums. Buy the fucking Joker soundtrack. Okay? Support this woman, please. This is amazing, important music. Okay? Mm-hmm. Alright, do we want to do a spoiler section? I don't know. I mean, do we do we think? Alright, I want to talk a little bit. So they make the, a big point about saying that there's no Batman in this Here's what we're going to do. Here's No, I'm just saying. Yes, the producers make a big and the director about, made a big point about how there's no Batman in the movie. Yeah. We're going to talk a little bit about this now. So we're going to go into a spoiler section, okay? Spoilers, I'm going to play spoilers, about spoilers, spoilers, I'm going to play spoilers, about 10 spoilers. seconds of the outro music. And if you don't want to hear spoilers for the Joker, bye Felicia. <laughs> okay, when the outro music stops playing, we're, we're going to be talking spoiler. spoilers about Joker, okay? Okay. So you've been warned, okay? Okay. Here we go, about 10 seconds of this. Spoilers are coming. Get the fuck out of here. 
Okay. Hopefully you're gone now if you don't want to hear spoilers for the Joker. Hopefully you got the fuck out of here. Okay? But we're still here. Now, Stomping Jen just said, the producers made a big stink about how there's no Batman in this movie. And there's no connection to Batman and how it's standalone. Blah, 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 blah. Except... Except there's a whole shit ton of connection to Batman in this. <laughs> um, the Joker. Specifically Bruce Wayne, who is well, not the Batman, specifically, but will turn into the Batman. Specifically, at points in... Remember, this is a spoiler discussion, so we can talk about this. Specifically, at points in the movie, we are led to believe that the Joker may in fact be the half-brother of Batman. True. Right, he believes Tom for lots of reasons. Um, he believes that um, Thomas Wayne is his father. Right. Right. Um, his mother. Martha. Um, no, oh, the Joker's Penny mother Penny worked Fly. in Thomas Wayne's um, company yeah. in his household, and he had an affair with her. And or so she claims. Um, to Arthur. And AKA yeah, right. The and then denied. That he was the father leading Arthur's mother to go crazy. And he ended up forging all of this paperwork to show she was crazy and had her committed at various points. Mm -hmm. um, so this is a big thread through the movie right. that the Joker believes he is Bruce Wayne's um, half-brother. Half and that Thomas Wayne's his father. And Bruce Wayne is just a boy in this. Probably like nine. Right. So at some, at some point in the movie, um, Arthur, who becomes the Joker, goes to the Wayne Manor Household, yeah. and meets Bruce Wayne, talks to him. Through a gate. Through a gate. Don't worry. He doesn't harm <clears throat> him. Um, then he has an encounter with it's Thomas Wayne, yada, yada. So there's like a really right. deep connection. Yeah. And then they actually show the murder of... Thomas and Martha Wayne, like in an alleyway with the pearls, right. like the whole McGillicuddy. That's right. The whole Batman mythology. Yeah, and the murder is not done by the Joker in this no. movie. Um, it's done by somebody who is emulating the Joker. Right. Now, that gets us to the end of the movie. Right. I did not pick up on this, okay, when yeah. we were watching the movie. Yeah. It wasn't until I was reading reviews afterwards. Yeah. But... The end of the movie, he becomes the Joker, okay? Mm -hmm. Then he apparently is arrested. We don't right. never see him get arrested. Right. Okay, He's the in last Arkham, Arkham Asylum. Yeah, but the last time we see the Joker in makeup, mm -hmm. he's standing on the roof of a police cruiser right. or a car surrounded by people. Right. Then it cuts mm -hmm. to a scene where he's in Arkham Asylum. Right. He's sitting across the table from a woman who is apparently a psychiatrist. Right. And he's talking to her. And I didn't pick up this pick up on this at the time. But from what the reviews I read said that he was telling her the whole story we had just watched. Okay. That was not my read on it. No. Well, right? he says Well, he don't, don't, so he's so he's sitting there talking to her. Right. Um and he starts laughing and she says, what are you laughing at? And he says, you wouldn't, you wouldn't get, get it. it. Right. 
Right, in the next scene. But there are a lot of like douchebag critics and reviewers, I think, who are taking that to mean that he was making up the whole story that was just the movie we watched. Yeah, I don't believe that. That was not my interpretation. And then they show him in the hallway with he, he kills her. Feet. Yeah, he kills her. And running away from a guard. He murders her. And the movie ends with him running around... Um, and somebody trying to grab him. The hallways of Arkham Asylum, Benny Hill style. It's yeah. quite funny, actually. Yeah. Um, but my point is, I took the events in the movie as we saw them to have actually occurred. Mm-hmm. Did you? Yeah. Like, did you ever for a moment think that he was telling a story that he made up? No. Yeah, I didn't. No. I mean, there were some moments in the movie where he hallucinates that he's in a relationship with somebody. Which yeah, but we know he's mentally ill. We don't know whether ill. or not he kills but, that woman. I'm really curious if he killed her or not. Yeah, me too. Um, but and they reveal that. But they either. reveal that to us in the context of the movie that those things were not real. Right. Like they show that to us. Right. So why would they? That my, seems so, like a cop out. Right. My my point is, they show that to us. And I guess you could say, as he's talking to her, if 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 the whole movie really is him telling a story about the things we just watched, I suppose he could realize while he's telling the story that the woman wasn't real, that he thought he was dating. Well, you had an interesting point. What was it? Because you wanted to know why all the women he spoke to were African-American. Were, were African-American. No. Yeah. Well... I don't understand. At the that. beginning, when he's the opening shot of the movie is yeah. him talking to the social worker, right? And she asks him, "You were in Arkham. Why were you in Arkham? Do you know why?" And they don't really re- reveal, or they don't really. There's no timeline between, yeah, what happened to him before the movie, and like it was. They clearly state that he had been incarcerated yeah. in or yeah. institutionalized for a period of time, but we don't know why, right? He's that's on a good medication point. now. Then they cut the funding. He's off his meds, and that's like when he kind of breaks. But no, I think he broke before that. No, he like he has no more meds because remember he says I don't. I don't. No, feel. I know that, but he was he beaten. He was well down the path to becoming Joker yes. before they cut his meds. That's all. He just had negative thoughts all the yeah. time, as he mentioned. But yeah. That, but I'm saying that was one more, that was, for me, that was the nail in the coffin that he truly has no support. Yeah. Like society is not going to support him. But he did say that once he went off his meds, he felt much better. Yeah. Um, so my interpretation of the ending, and again, this is just me. I, I know that other people may interpret it differently, is that the events that we saw in the movie... Where as we saw them, right? He didn't make it up no, I don't as an inmate in Arkham. No, that seems crazy. I believe that he... <laughs> no, but... <laughs> I believe that he did become the Joker. Yeah. And I believe that he'll eventually... That character that we saw in the movie will be the Joker that ends up going up against Batman I mean, in some in future movie. Batman, he escapes Arkham. Like, Well, the joke, I mean, the Joker... He escapes... Is the yin to Batman's yang. Right. I mean, it's always been that way in the I comics. Well, like, I like the idea that he's like a standalone 
per- I mean, they focus on the Batman, 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 Batman. Like, yeah. why shouldn't they focus on like the villain and the, his backstory and yeah. or her backstory or whatever? Right. And I think I think in this case, right, like Batman's whole deal is that he tries to bring order to the world, right? I mean, he's a fucked up kid too. I know, I know. And what's it, it, and this makes it infinitely more interesting to me that they could be half brothers. Yeah. Right, because they in the comics they are the yin and the yang. Right. Like in The Dark Knight, um as the Joker is hanging upside down, Right, by Batman's cable and Batman's threatening to drop him and kill him. Mm-hmm. Heath Ledger's Joker says, you can't, you won't do it because you need me. Yeah. We need each other. Right. Right? You complete me. Uh, Christian Bale. Christian Bale played Batman mm-hmm. in the um, Dark Knight. Is that Heath Ledger? Yeah. Now, let's just save me some. So I'm going to. Now, my point... I think, because I want to watch Euphoria after we're done with this. Now, my point, um, it's interesting. I've been thinking about the Heath-Joker ledger versus the Heath-Joker ledger. (laughs) The Heath-Ledger-Joker. Okay, listen, I warned you about this wine. The Heath-Ledger-Joker versus... both brilliant. Let me say something. I will go so far as to say... Wait, let me make a point. I'm going to mute you. Let me make a point. A Jack Nicholson's Joker is also valid in this discussion. Can you not? Okay, let me just finish making my point, then you can make yours, okay? Fuck you. I will not even consider Jack Nicholson in this conversation. Let me tell you why. Hold on. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. I thought he was great. I still love that Let me tell you why. Can I tell you why? Go ahead. Batman is a great comic. Where did he get... Those You're not letting me make my point. Toys. I need you to let me make my point about this. Batman is a great, fantastical comic book movie, right? It's like somebody took Batman from the comic book pages and put it on the screen. Wait, which one are we talking about? The Batman. The Tim Burton? Yes, Batman. Tim Burton. Batman. That's Michael what it's called. Keaton. Okay. Batman. Just clarifying. Okay. Thank you. It is a comic book movie. movie. It has no real emotional depth. It's not trying to... Let me finish my... What is so threatening about my point that you need to keep cutting me off? I love that movie. (laughs) You can love the movie. Let me make my point. Go ahead. It has no real depth. It's not trying to say anything about society or people. Okay. Rain it in, keep it under control. We're almost done. Okay? Anyways, my point that I wanted to make (laughs) was I didn't feel that this interpretation of the Joker by um, Joaquin Phoenix took away it all from the Heath Ledger version. In fact, I felt like it added to it. It complimented it. And I felt like they could even be the same character. Right. In my mind, yes, that's sort of how I was feeling while I was watching it. I was like, "This takes nothing away from it." Um, so, well, do we live in a world where a man dressed as bet gets all my press? <laughs> I love Jack Nicholson. 
right? But he peddles and specializes in over-the-top acting. Yeah, it's like the 70s but, version of Batman. No, it's not at all. It's like the no, 80s the version of Batman. You remember the TV show? Cesar Romero, I get it. But yeah. my point is, yeah. it's no oh, way... Oh, 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 in terms oh. of acting... It's nowhere in the fucking oh, same league. Oh, it has league. no depth to it. That's my whole point. I, I agree. I still love it. You can love it. I'm trying to... It's not from the, the Shining, Jack Nicholson. The exercise I'm engaged in right now is a character comparison. <laughs> okay? Not an actor comparison. I don't think the Joker we see on the screen in Tim Burton's Batman has any depth to it. It's just a comic book character. Okay. It is a two-dimensional rendering of what we've seen before. It's like the um, original Superman movies with, um, what's his name? Christopher Reeves. Right. And, and it wasn't until Superman. And it wasn't until Henry, Henry Cavill, Cavill, who Sawtooth has the biggest man crush on. I love Henry Cavill. <laughs> I, in fact, I had a whole text exchange with my friends today about this. You Henry could see Cavill. it. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's like night and day. It is like I get night it. and day. I so get it. my. It's because in the eighties and the nineties there was. You don't have to justify. I'm not taking away from the Jack Nicholson <gasps> performance, but it's not. This was before anybody realized that comic book characters and comic book movies could actually be film, like yeah. like be something serious that we want to contemplate or had anything <laughs> serious to say about society. Right? Yeah. I don't know who said this, but somebody recently said they are like our modern, like they're like our modern myths and our modern stories. That's true. They're like the Greek gods. Yeah. So anyways, that's all I wanted to say. I don't know. So that, that's it. Are we done? We're done. What are we going to title this episode? Oh my Jesus. Because you know I'm going to have to go upload this now and give uh, it a title. How many minutes is it? We're 137. Oh, that's not so bad. We love you. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. I'm back. Sawtooth is back. We're not quitting. We're here. Get used to it. Fill your glass. Maybe we'll finish this giant bottle. Um, first, help me come up with a title, okay? I'm going to hit the right, outro we'll music. We'll do that and after we'll come up we with the music. say goodbye to all the peoples. Bye now. All right, bye, everybody. So without further ado, I say to you. Bye I haven't now. said it for a while, have I? Bye. I say to you. Now. Bye now. Ugh. Yeah. Bye now.
of poverty, disease, and ignorance will be made disappear from the earth. And that in the goodness of time, all peoples will come to live together in a peace guaranteed 